the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and Chrissy Van. That's me. And we're taking you on a little off-roading. And every single week, we're going to be joined by our dope friend, Rochelle from True Grit Moto. Woo! Hey, I floss. <laughs> and every week, we are going to ask each other stupid questions, and we're going to answer them. And why, you may ask? Because we can. All right. This is your Motivation. Off-road edition. What is an irrational fear you have? Mm. I have more than one. Hit us. Hit us with it. So since I was little, I have had recurring dreams of standing in a field of high tension towers, like electricity, massive towers, and nothing happens to me. I just hear the hum of the electricity. And so if I get too close or can hear if I'm on a service road, like a forest service road, they normally have rickety infrastructure and you can hear that buzz or that snap and crackle. It just sets me in such a terrible feeling. I have no idea why though. Oh Super my goodness. Rational. No idea. I don't know that I want to dig and figure that out. <laughs> Do you get, if you're camping and people have those like electric fly swatters, are you ever just like, son of a, when it's like, is it close? <laughs> I just want to know (laughs) what I should do as a friend next time we're camping and not do. I can't say I've ever camped with someone that's like, let's plug in the electric fly swatter, which I could see them being (laughs) ready. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Friends are four. (laughs) Made of my nightmares. So that's like my primary weird one. Okay. Shell, how about you? Though I get that. Um, I, I don't know if it's irrational, but I, have a hard time being in water because I always think something's going to touch my foot. Oh, yeah. We talked about that one. Yeah. Like pools, I'm all good. Pools, I'm all good. Unless something actually touches me in a pool, then I'm out of there. Like, what about another foot? Like, what about another foot or something? Just like, (gasps) oh, what do you mean? Like a dead one or like people like, oh, why is a dead person in a pool? Why Why are they? <laughs> like another cool. foot? Oh, you mean like we're standing there having a good time and like somebody's foot t- caresses yeah. mine? Yeah. No, I wouldn't be into it. No, you're right. I never even thought about that. No, I don't. <laughs> don't t- just stop. Just get a, get uh, out of here. I can't. One noodle away. No yeah, that is the rule. I'll do a noodle, sure, but I'll still freak a little. And then as soon as I know it's a noodle, I'm good. But no way, man. You see me in a river or in the water, I'm in. I'm out. Can't do it. <laughs> In fairness, that's so justified. If you've ever seen what river monsters lurk below, that's an accurate fear. Right. Ooh. Okay. Mine, uh, I was a kid, fell asleep. We were at a friend's, uh, family friend's house. I fell asleep downstairs on the sofa by myself and I awoke on a big screen TV to a vampire movie, like a serious vampire movie. And I was just like, what's happening? And, uh, <laughs> It got real scary real quick. And then I went to go upstairs and somehow the door was locked. And long story short, just terrifying. I had nightmares for like a year and some afterwards of these certain scenes in this vampire movie. I can still see it in my mind's eye. So even as as a teenager and even somewhat as an adult, uh, I would have to make sure if it was a hot night, even just a sheet above my covering my neck. Uh, Because genuinely terrified a vampire was going to come and get me, even though everything in my brain knows that that's not real. Sure is. Every time the lights go down, suddenly (laughs) it is. But here's the other thing that's so ridiculous. If there was a vampire, there's no way they're peeking up in the bed and being like, oh, son of a bitch. She's got the sheet. She's got the sheet. (laughs) You never know. 
Son and of a son of a bitch. She has but I do know next gift. Garlic. <laughs> Bulbs of garlic. That's Ugh. what you're getting next birthday. I'm telling you. So just maybe you should watch Dracula Dead and Loving It, and then it would just change everything for you. Maybe. I watched Buffy the Vampire so Slayer, good. and that ended up because I was like, Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can do this. And that ended up giving me nightmares too. So you can't do it. Can't, but you know, I was about probably 10 years I've been vampire free. Not tonight. Oh. Not that I've talked about it. <laughs> Watch back. out. Yeah. Dave kisses my neck. Just a round house. Just boom. That's not vampires. The anonymous. For, Dave. Yeah. It has been a year and two months since I have been encountered with a vampire movie. <laughs> Where's my cake? What is the dumbest way you've been injured? I, I, I don't even know. I feel like they're all so stupid. Oh, dumbest injury. This is a good one. I was riding my bicycle when I was little. And I was watching everybody take these jumps off of this like um, weight thing for trucks in a gravel pit. And I was watching people do these jumps. Boop, boop. And I thought I can do that. And so I went off going real slow. And all it did was land in my crotch. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. And I, that was it. I like couldn't walk for days because I, I couldn't even get up. And they were like, what is the matter with you? And I was just like, I, I honestly don't even know. That'll do it. That'll <laughs> do it. Stupidest thing I ever did. I didn't even question it. I just went off it. And they were like, what are you doing? And the bike was too big for me. It was like my mom's boyfriend's iguana. The thing was like four feet tall. So when I crotched myself, my feet were still two feet in the air. It was no. the worst. <laughs> Yeah, the iguana. I'll never forget the it. Iguana. That'll do it. Iguana That'll will get you. I'll do, do it. I wish that mine also was like, hey, I was mere six years old, but I was definitely 30. And <laughs> I was at a ninja gym. I didn't go there. I don't even know why I was there, to be perfectly honest. But when one sees a large ninja wall, there is a calling that comes to you that says, I can do that. <laughs> So I literally ran full tilt into the wall. So I have a massive, massive scar on my left knee. And it was one of those things that, you know, when you injure yourself, but you're in a setting that you're not ready to admit defeat. So it was extremely loud. And if it was on video, probably looked extremely painful. But I was like, I'm good, guys. It's cool. But inside, I was like, my knee skin is now attached to my pants, a hundred percent. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like later. And uh, it turns out I was right. <laughs> I was right. I parted ways with some skin cells for sure, and had a super fat ankle as well. So, moral of the story: I am not American Ninja Warrior material. Oh. Rochelle, your crotch one remind. This is why I say where you're like, how do you even choose? Um, yeah. it, it immediately sparked the memory of, we were, did you guys ever go houseboating on? Yes. Uh, yeah. So we had like, like shoe swap. Yes. Yeah. And so we had about 14 of us gals that went for like a few years in a row. And, uh, I was a heavy drinker at this time and got just like absolutely wrecked. And there was a big dance on top, a big disco dance, whatever, on top of one of the boats. And I, one of my girlfriends, uh, we still laugh about this because she was behind me and we were walking to go down the little stairs or whatever. And I was so drunk and my mind was a little bit delayed behind me. And I remember thinking, uh, oh, there's steps there. And my body kept just walking as if it was the same <laughs> level ground. 
And I thought, oh no, because I knew what was happening. And I just walked off it like a, like a plank. I just walked off it. And I remember hearing my girlfriend, Jessica behind me go, oh no. And I landed on the pole, uh, the, the, the hand railing and and straddled it and like bruised up. And I I didn't remember it till the next day. I was like, why am I so sore? And Jessica's like, what do you mean? You walked off the top of the boat and was like, oh yes. I just remember a dude on the bottom going like, oh my God. And I just, I remember just unpretzeling myself and just going, ah, I'll be fine. And just headed off on beach to the next party. Yeah. Shake it I off. I love it. Dust it off. You got Holy this. Holy Jesus. Who needs it? God, what is a random combination of food that you eat, but don't tell anyone because you know, it sounds nasty together. (laughs) Oh, this is a good one. You know what I had today? No word of a lie. Black licorice and oysters. What? Oh, that's so (laughs) random. Yeah. My friend, we were out dirt biking and she whipped out like that can of the oysters, like the fried. Yep whatever they are. And I, and I took a cashew and stabbed one of them and ate it. And then I ate my black licorice and it wasn't the best, but it was actually not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's the funny thing is, is I know those canned oysters, great source of protein, by the way, but they're so pungent. And it's just funny that you were like, well, licorice also pungent. Let's blend. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I did it. I wasn't thinking about anybody at the moment. I just thought I'm hungry. All the things. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, you got a a closet nasty food blend? I don't think so. I I say I don't think so, but like I have, I pour maple syrup on a lot of things. Like like elf? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was my palate until I was 22 was elf. Quite literally. That's all I ate was candy and pasta and bread. (laughs) Ask my family. That was it. As an adult, I remember going to a family dinner. I was like putting all the dishes on and everyone was like, what is happening? Because all they ever saw me put on was like buns and cheese and then pie mm-hmm. at the end or candy or whatever. And I was like, growing up, guys. It's <laughs> going straight <laughs> yeah, to my legs. really matuing. <laughs> but I, I still am a sugar addict. You know, Rochelle. I'm Love always, it. Remember those five cent candies? How mm-hmm. excited I get when you bring pick those up the store. So maple syrup, I'll pour, I love dipping my grilled cheese in it. If it's oh, like eggs, oh. eggs, Benedict, I pour it over Ooh, top. Eggs. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's the weirdest thing you'd pour it on or thing that you think might be weird. Now I'm curious. My brain, as soon as you just said that, my brain went to like all things sexual. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> immediately was like, that's, Let me tell that's you. another question. That's another question. I don't even know. I think I would dip fries in it if I could. I would. What's well, stopping you? Yeah, I, would, I could see putting it on broccoli. I could for real. Is this like a raw, real syrup or is this like a Jemima syrup? Anything. Good question. Anything. Yeah. It can be Jemima. It can be raw. It can be or pure maple syrup. Just a real, just a real Canadian gal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Canadian wow. of you. I love it. I love me some so so I love mayonnaise. And so when I was a teenager, I used no. to go to the fridge, get a piece of white bread, a pickle, and a shit ton of mayonnaise, 
And I could just, I could almost mouth through a whole loaf of bread doing that. I would just eat pickle and mayonnaise sandwiches like it's nobody's business. And I don't really (laughs) eat a lot of, you know, I'm talking like classic wonder bread too. None of this fancy thing. It was like bread made of imaginary hopes and dreams with a bit of bleach. No offense to wonder bread. I'm sure things have improved. Who allowed (laughs) you to eat this? Well, like the thing was, I was teenager, so yeah. I didn't have the same level of supervision. And but that is I inexcusable. So funny, good question. <laughs> I would be secretive about it. I would it's like a closet mayonnaise eater. <laughs> I still buy my mayonnaise at Costco. <laughs> you think of our generation, and we were the generation in the. I'm pretty sure the only generation in the history that will eat. When we were kids, that's all we ate was processed food. That was like yes. the go-to. And we were raised on processed food until they're like, that shit will kill you. And they're like, oof, we're just going to call that generation a loss and move it on. (laughs) Well, we're going to see the repercussions of that in a few years of like that and the tanning beds that we used to hop on into. Oh my goodness. Gotta have some good color for graduation day. Oh, I used to bake myself for, I would, they would make you fill out all those safety forms. I'm like, you don't even know. I hit up Tanorama last Last night, 24 hours less, I'm back, baby. <laughs> you got to burn before you tan. That was my philosophy. I got I got a spray because I'm so white and gingery. I got a spray tan one time just so they'd let me do the higher grade in a regular tanning bed. <laughs> and so I had a burn under a fucking or, or a friggin' orange spray tan. And it was just wor- the worst it's a bad look, man, especially over a birthmark. You just went off-roading with the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and myself, Chrissy Van. And of course, a special thank you to Rochelle from True Get Moto. Whoop, lost it. Never miss an episode by hitting like or subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram, a motivation podcast, and visit our website at themotivation.com. And in the meantime, full tags, full throttle. I think this is good though. It's like healthy, you know, like people will be like, oh my God, I don't what? floss. <laughs> well, it's to be so hard not to laugh to get through this intro. <laughs> <laughs>